Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Family Mission Podcast. Woohoo! You're here with your co-host, Dan Spellman. And then we got Kimberly Spellman, Mark Spellman, and Sam Spellman. All four of us. That's right. That's right. And you, the most important person, is you are... Listeners. Listeners, that's right. the whole enchilada here. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So we're going to have a good time today on today's podcast. And again, we always like to invite you to be in communication with us. Uh, We want to hear from you. Send us an email at spellmanministries at gmail.com. Let us know any prayer requests you might have or comments you might have. We'll even take constructive criticism. Yes, and if you're personal friends um, and have our direct lines, Mm -hmm. we'd love to hear from you as well. Uh, Send us a text and... um, We'd love to hear. That's right. And, you know, if there's something you want to see, um, hey, let's talk about this. Let's let's put this on the table and and see what the Word of God has to say about this. Then we invite you to uh, give us some topics that you'd like to see discussed on the Family Mission podcast. And as a family, we'll put it on there and we'll we'll dig into the Word together and seek God Mm -hmm. together. Um, you know, we may or may not have the answer. We don't claim to know it all. We just claim to know Jesus and, and have, the help of the whole have the help of the Holy Ghost. Ghost. <laughs> and we're going to talk about the help of the Holy Spirit today because our topic that I want us to dig into as a family here today, guys, is what's the difference between conviction and condemnation? Oh, yeah, that's going to be a good one. Sound like a good topic, guys? Yeah, sounds like an awesome topic. So, you know, Jesus <laughs> talked about the work of Holy Spirit in our life. And in John chapter 16 is probably one of the more um, maybe famous portions on that where he's getting ready to introduce um, his followers to another comforter. You know, um, he said there, there's another comforter going to come. If I go away, I'll send him to you. But that word comforter is the word in the Greek. It's called paraclete or parakletos. And, you know, it's interesting when he says that, he's actually letting them know that they're going to have another helper just like him. You know, I heard it explained this way by Rick Renner, and he's an expert in the Greek, and he's the one who broke this down. He says, you know, that word for another is, it's like if I was going to give you another piece of fruit, say you had an apple. You know, if I was going to give you another piece of fruit, I could give you a banana. But that's not another of the same kind. That's just another piece of fruit. He said this word for another that he was getting ready to uh, tell his disciples about, the Holy Spirit, the kind of comforter that he was going to be in their lives. He said that that word in the Greek literally means not just another kind, you know, but another of the same kind. That's right. So in other words, Holy Spirit was going to be with them just like he was with them. That's right. And I think it's really important to your, as you were just talking about that same comforter, mm-hmm. you know, for us to receive, because today we want to talk about conviction versus condemnation. Yeah. Conviction comes from a place of pursuing change. Mm-hmm. Condemnation comes from a place of pride. Yeah. You know, if you if you feel condemned, it's because your heart is not really yet in a humble place. Mm-hmm. You know, con- condemnation and pride, they team up together. But when you have a, the conviction of the Holy Spirit, that directly feeds that fruit, that same fruit of life that was given to you when you were born again. Yeah. That fruit of the Spirit, you know, that, that kind of boosts that. Yeah. There's a scripture in First uh, John that says, The beloved, if our heart condemns us, 
God is greater than our heart. He knows all things. So sometimes we do feel that that condemning uh, feeling, and that's our own heart. That's our own conscience condemning us. But see, God's not there to condemn. He's there to convict. But he's also there to say, hey, I know that, and I'm here to lead you through that. I'm here to lead you out of that. I'm here to lead you into change and transformation. And so this is, you know, a, a important topic, not only as followers of Christ, but here on Family Mission, we want to kind of dig into how does this affect communication in the home? How does this affect communication, whether it's among siblings or among parents and children, children and parents, or among spouses? Absolutely. So back in John chapter 16, um, let's go back there right now. Let me get there myself. Um, John chapter 16. What I add? I'm so thankful like the convenience of technology sometimes when it comes mm-hmm. to that because it's like you know when you're flipping through the pages it takes a certain amount of time but whenever you can literally just like within half a second hit boom boy you're there and it's like instant that's pretty cool and you can find those real hard books like second hezekiah yeah like out of nowhere uh, <laughs> that's Hezek- a, Hezek- a joke hezekiah is not a book there's not way. a book called <laughs> well, that's I'm, a famous preacher okay, thing okay let me bring some balance here <laughs> because there is nothing <laughs> that will replace the written. Come on. Book. Book. That's right. The holy book. Tangible holding book. That's right. Pages. Ink. Ink. There's Highlighters. A, there's a scripture, and I, I, you guys are going to have to look this up, and you're probably going to have to pull out your Strong's Concordance, which mm-hmm. is a book. A book. So that way you can look it up. But Paul has a scripture where he talks about in the letters he writes, mm-hmm. he says, catch the spirit through his written word, Mm. not just through what was spoken, because Paul made mention of, I wish I was there. John makes mention, Peter, Mm -hmm. wish we were there to talk with you about it, because that's different. Mm -hmm. But even in the written, he talks about there being something special in it being written. Okay, well, let's go even a little step further. And we're not getting off track, because here's the thing. When the Holy Spirit convicts your heart of something, Mm -hmm. there are steps, practicals, that he puts in place that help you walk in whatever change he's he's highlighted in your yeah. heart. So let's go back about the written word. The written word. What was the custom of someone, even in the Old Testament, and we're not throwing the Old Testament out, it's actually foundational right. truth. Amen. It's the very foundation. But what happened? Were they to write? Mm-hmm. Were they to yeah. write? They were. In fact, in Deuteronomy 17, uh, Israel, as in, many of you may know, originally God was their king. Yes. But they begin to say, hey, God, we want a king. All these other nations have kings. We want a king. And eventually God... <laughs> Gave him a king. Doesn't that Uh-oh. sound like a like a kid thing to do? <laughs> Dad, everyone else has a bike. Bobby's got a bike. He's got a fast one with no training wheels, Dad. <laughs> He's got the little car thing that makes the wheels go. <laughs> <laughs> so they kept pressing God for a king, and God eventually gave him a king. And Uh-oh. that's something interesting to learn about God. You know, God is a parent. 
And uh, so as a parent, you know, he granted him a king, but it wasn't his best for them. No, it wasn't. He wanted to be their king. He wanted the prophet to be, you know, the voice. Mm -hmm. But uh, anyway, he granted their request, but he set up some parameters. He said, okay, I'll let you have a king. But if you're going to have a king, these are going to be the parameters. And you can read about it in Deuteronomy 17. Really, the essence of it was he's going to have a relationship with the written word. With the written word. Because what it is, he said, I want to, I want the king to write for himself That mm-hmm. means a copy of the scriptures. Yes, a copy of the scriptures, which means he took the written word mm-hmm. of God and he re-word, rewrote it mm-hmm. as he read it, as he put eyes on it, his hand was actually rewriting it. Yeah. And there is wisdom in that. There is. So let's just say there's conviction that the Holy Spirit highlights something. He will always give you practical steps to see that completely walked out. Yeah. Now, condemnation, on the other hand, mm-hmm. it will do nothing but accuse. It will not give you the steps for change. It will completely just keep you in a perpetual cycle of of um, accusation, accusation. And it'll make accusation. you feel like a failure. Absolutely. Shut well, that's you down. Mm-hmm. yeah, and that's what does what does accusation do? Mm-hmm. All true communication ceases. What in a threat, threat environment. environment. Okay, so when there is condemnation, there's there's a threat. Mm -hmm. When there's conviction, there is a way of escape. There is a way to walk forth and come out. Yeah. In the book of Hebrews, God even calls the correction that he brings. He says in Hebrews 12, have you forgotten the exhortation that whom the Lord loved? He, he corrects chastens. and chastens. Mm-hmm. So he calls literally the correction or exhort, uh, uh, chastening a exhortation. He's exhorting us. See, mm-hmm. and that, that goes back to even where's your heart at? Are you trusting God has your best interest in mind? Mm-hmm. You know, even in the house, are you trusting your siblings, your parents? Do you trust that they have your best interest? Because if you don't, mm-hmm. even things that are coming from a pure place, mm-hmm. You will yeah. hear it. There you go. In the wrong tone, you will hear it. You know, and see, that's where the devil gets in in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I believe he gets in with that accusational voice, and he'll like hitch a ride mm-hmm. on a good statement. Yep. You know, there will be a good statement being shared. Maybe it's from the the word you're reading a scripture, mm-hmm. and you're you know the Pharisees knew the scripture. They mm-hmm. read the scripture. They were aware, but yet somehow there was a hijacking mm-hmm. of things. And see, that can even happen in our homes. Parents, you're sharing something from a pure place, but even the kids might be hearing it from an impure place because of, you know, circumstances they're dealing Mm -hmm. with, thoughts they haven't dealt with, things they haven't cast down. And of course, the maturity level of a child, of a teenager, of a young adult, they're all different. So there's different ways you kind of go about it. But Mm -hmm. that is definitely a factor is how is the hearer Mm -hmm. and us as believers, are we keeping ourselves accountable are we keeping ourselves humble so that we can even hear clearly the conviction mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit as well? 
You know, and it, you brought up the issue of the heart, Sam. That's key because it's even, it's not necessarily a play on words, but somebody showed me this years ago. But you just write the word heart, H-E-A-R-T. What's in the middle of the word heart? E-A-R. So your ear is really more a matter of the heart than it is those little flappy appendages on the side of your head. It's not, it's not just the audible vibration of sound. It's what's being, uh, what's being understood in your heart. What are you feeling in your heart? And that point, like you brought up, uh, Kim, you know, how safe a person feels is going to determine largely how they hear even what you're saying. And not to mention another key purpose of the ear is to maintain balance. So if you if your ear's not working properly and you don't have the ability to maintain your balance, come on, you're man. not going anywhere, <laughs> man. You saying I can have spiritual vertigo? Yes, sir. Uh, uh, that is amazing. Dan brought, brought brought in. A, a, I would have. That would have never. Wow, Dan, that was good. <laughs> your ear well, determines your balance. That's so good, Dan. Well, and it it is something that when and and. Here's another aspect of this, or another facet of it is this, is that how do we get imbalanced? Mm-hmm. Is we harden mm-hmm. yeah. our heart. We harden yeah. our inner ear. When there is something the Lord speaks to us mm-hmm. in, and we don't do it. Yeah. We're, because delayed obedience is what, gentlemen? Disobedience. Disobedience. Okay. I wonder where they learned that. I don't know. I wonder. <laughs> it might have been on the fridge. <laughs> well, the fridge a, taught me. At a, at, a, at a few points in our life, we looked at the fridge and it was there. But children learn what they live, don't they? Okay, so, you know, in that, we have to realize then when the Holy Spirit says, hey, here's conviction. We have to opt to quickly get in the Word of God and see direction, see with the help of the Holy Ghost. We can never, ever, ever, ever do this in our own flesh. Because when conviction comes, again, let me reiterate this, a way of escape comes, which means the Holy Spirit knows exactly what's going to go to that inner ear and balance out, Daniel, what we need to have balanced out to walk out change Mm -hmm. because the Holy Spirit leads and guides us into all truth. Let me talk about that word guide because it's directly related to what you're saying. Let's say that you're in the woods Hmm. and quickly, you know, at some point you discover I'm 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 lost. I'm I'm toast and the sun's (laughs) going down. And then just wonderfully, you know, around the corner or down the trail comes this person who kind of looks like they know what they're doing. They're like a guide and they're like, oh, are you lost? And you're like, yeah, man, I'm lost. Oh, no, I'm a guide. I I work for the, you know, conservation department. I'll, I'll show you the way out. So how comforted are you in that moment that now you have a guide who showed up who's very familiar Mm -hmm. with the surroundings and he knows where you are and where you are felt very lost it felt very hopeless it felt very discouraging it felt very bad but then he's there or she's there to then guide you through Mm -hmm. and that's what jesus said in john 16 let's read john 16 let's read this little portion here in john 16 and verse 5 jesus is preparing his disciples for the comforter 
And again, not to be too overly simplistic, but the reason we need a comfort is because we're going to need comfort, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So in other words, when we... Uh, that conviction comes. He's there then to comfort us through guiding us. He says, now I'm going to go away, verse 5, John sixteen five, and I'm going to return to the one who sent me. Yet none of you say, where are you going? But because I've said this to you that I'm leaving, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage. Now, that's something we understand on the other side of the death, burial, and resurrection. We understand why it was to our advantage. But you got to remember, these guys were hearing this, and they didn't know the full plan of what was going to roll out. Mm -mm. And so when he said it's to your advantage, that was a shocker. How could it benefit us for you to leave? Mm -hmm. But he says, if I don't go away, the helper, that's referring to Holy Spirit, comforter, advocate, he will not come to you. But if I depart, I'll send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world. Wow. He will convict the world of sin and of righteousness of judgment. Sin because they don't believe on me. Righteousness because I'm going to my father. And of judgment because the prince of the world has been judged. Okay, now I'm going to take Has it. been judged. Has Sorry, been. that just yeah. like left off. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to take it and I'm going to read it from... The voice translation. The voice. The voice. And the by the voice. way, for everyone wondering, mom has a paper. Book. I do. You can paper I, have all, I have three she's different. She's got a stack got, of books. She's got a stack of Bibles. When she pulls out got, another translation, it's not her phone or the tablet. <laughs> it's a book. It's another book that has been on her desk. Like she comes in with a whole bookcase. Exactly. Okay, she's like, got okay, okay, okay. We love to see it, though. It's, it's awesome. Okay. So here's the Lord. Way to go, Mom. Oh, way to go. Thanks. Oh, they're doing. You guys, see what I live with? Okay, so I'm not. I'm not going to go to five, but I'm going to go to six because I. Well, actually, no, I better get a run at it. Okay, yeah. But now I am going to the one who has sent me, and none of you ask me where are you going. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? I know that hearing news like this is overwhelming and sad. But the truth is that my departure will be a gift mm-hmm. that will serve you well. Wow. Because if I don't leave, the, the great helper will not come to your aid. Praise God. Okay. He's, he's there for our aid. When I leave, I will send him to you. When he arrives, he will uncover. Oh, I like that. The sins of the world expose unbelief as sin and allow all to see their sins in the light of righteousness for the first time. This new awareness of righteousness is important because I am going to the Father and will no longer be present with you. The Spirit will also cover my judgment because the one who rules in this world has already been defeated. Praise we could go God. on to more, but I, he's uncovering. Yeah. So That's conviction. So conviction is the Holy Spirit uncovering something that needs to be dealt with. Yeah. Now conviction. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, true mm-hmm. conviction is going to lead us into repentance and change. Condemnation, on the other hand, again, 
go back. And this is something we've talked about this for years, because not only in myself and Mark, but even in the boys, we always wanted them to realize that truth sets free. And so it was not it was not something when when something was revealed, truth was revealed. It was for freedom. It was for deliverance. It was for change. And if the 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 enemy was lying and there was just accusation after accusation after accusation, that was not freedom. Mm-hmm. No. And and to connect with that, I just had this little visual kind of pop up in my in my head here. The the Bible says this in First John chapter one verse six. It says, "This is the message we have heard from Him and proclaimed to you that God is light, and in Him there is no darkness right. at all." Yeah. So you talk about that uncovering. Light. You know, the light pierces right. the darkness of accusation because accusation will cloak you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible says this. Jesus said in the grandfather parable, He called it. We are, our heart is like dirt. Mm-hmm. That's right. Right? Remember we were talking, we even talked about that on a recent podcast with all four of us about our heart being like dirt. Mm-hmm. You know, and the enemy's accusation is like layers and layers of weeds, mm-hmm. layers and layers of more dirt, gravel. I mean, all kinds of stuff that can, that completely kills the ability for healthy plants to grow. Mm-hmm. For help, But see, when the light comes, it's like the Lord's taken a huge just like land mover, mm-hmm. you know, like a big old excavator and he just cleans off. All of that debris. Yeah. When you're born again, your heart becomes brand new. So everything is supernaturally recreated. And then Jesus had a parable. And in that parable was the parable of a, there's a lost sheep, but there's a parable where there was a pearl that yeah. was mm-hmm. in a field. Yeah. That's right. And see, whenever the Lord convicts, it's all for the purpose of that pearl being discovered yeah. in your heart. Yeah. That's right. And see, but we, got, but we got to believe that that's in there. Yeah. And see, pride owns the accusation. Mm-hmm. Humility lets it go, lets it get taken away so that that pearl can be revealed by the Father yeah. and not by ourselves. Because we believe, back to what you said earlier, Sam, we believe in the goodness of God. That's right. That if he's coming to expose something, to reveal something, to uncover something, it's because he's looking Freedom. for that pearl. Mm-hmm. He's looking. I heard it said one time that, you know, um, back during the gold rush, you know, uh, they were going looking for the gold. And sometimes you got to move a lot of dirt just to find a little gold. That's right. But when you're moving the dirt, you're not looking for dirt. You're looking for gold. And so when God's moving things in our life and uncovering things in our life, it's like he's going for that pearl. He's going and he's really helping us discover who we really are. Mm -hmm. And he wants to discover who we can really be when we're in right relationship with him and allowing him to cleanse us and to heal us and to and to just work through maybe those things that we accumulate in our heart that gives us that weird filter where we're always hearing things from a, a uh, hurted, pl- a hurtful place, or a discouraged place, or a, or a condemned place. He wants to bring healing to that, and so he'll sometimes have to move a lot of dirt and do a lot of you know get the land mover out and and just go over the the field of our heart. Um, but man, it's so worth it once we get our ears clear to hear where we're not hearing from a a condemned or guilty place, but from really a righteously renewed place. That's right. And what you said earlier, Mom, I think is definitely a key for that land moving. 
Mm-hmm. You were talking about reading the word, the kings writing the word, mm-hmm. you know, having it in your house, you know, Deuteronomy, they, he goes all about writing it on your, your forehead, your mm-hmm. hands, the, the doorposts, the inside, the outside. I mean, it was like everywhere so that it would be seen because the Bible says faith comes by hearing mm-hmm. and hearing the word by the word of God. Well, and like Dan may chime in on this, but even when... When you guys were younger, one of the things that whenever there was a situation, there was a circumstance that maybe um, we were dealing with and, and we were instructing in, we it wasn't that we um, expected the guys to have perfect behavior. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. not what we were after. We were actually after their hearts being unlocked to truth, and um, and when when we would address the situation, say you know something had to be addressed, we would look at them and we would discuss with them. We would pray with them and say, okay, this is the way of truth in the natural, but we're going to expect the Holy Spirit, the working of the Holy Spirit, to actually deal with your heart. Mm-hmm. And there were many times that um, you guys would come to us and say, you know, this is taking place and this is something that, you know, I, I just want to I want to talk to you about. I, it, we didn't have to go after them all the time with perfect behavior. Mm-hmm. What we actually went after was your heart. And when we got your heart to see truth and unlock truth, then your own heart dealt with things. Mm-hmm. And um, so... Well, I think, too, the what I'm hearing you say, too, and that is really something you've probably heard if you've listened to any of the Family Mission podcasts, that what was lost in the garden was trust. That's right. And so what Jesus regained for mankind was trust. And so as parents, one of the greatest things that we can gain uh, in the relationship with our children, whether they're just, you know, like new children, you know, babies growing up or whether they grow up into adulthood. And now you're, you know, uh, parenting, you know, adult children with grandchildren and all that. No matter what the age is, the the highest um I don't know, the highest flow in that relationship is where you've gained that trust. That's right. And so that was the thing that you, like you and I wanted from our our sons from the very beginning is we didn't just want the right behavior. We ultimately wanted a trusting relationship where they knew they could trust us. And, and so that then as they grew, whether they're teenagers or now as adult men, when we speak into their life, there's value to our words. They trust our instruction and they trust what we have to say, because that's the that's the win. You know, not just behavior modification, but you win trust in a person's heart. That's the win. Go ahead. Because that's what conviction does. Mm -hmm. I believe, you know, condemnation, again, is just a behavioral slam. Mm -hmm. Conviction is going to the heart. Lord wants you to see. God wants you to see. Why is this behavior hurting me? That's Why is it hurting other people? Because that's the ultimate. When the Lord's snipping something... It's not just so he can feel better that like, oh, good, they're doing exactly what, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not like he's like a control freak up there, just like, (laughs) I just got a snip, you know, but he actually wants us to flourish. His heart is for us to prosper. And again, that goes back to that goodness, that Mm -hmm. trust, but conviction is what that operating of the heart. It's a very similar parallel, if not exact parallel. 
Well, and we always um, utilize both the Word and the Spirit. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't the word, the word, the word without the the functionality and the empowerment of the spirit. And it wasn't just the functionality or empowering of the spirit without the foundation of the truth of the word. So it was also in all of this, please hear that it was a it was a balance. And the word and the spirit came in to, again, you take that conviction and empower change. Yeah. Amen. And, you know, I've mentioned a couple of references here, and I want to make sure that sometimes we make these references and we just we keep moving in the conversation. <laughs> but I want to make sure you <laughs> guilty have, on that. Well, no, yep. I just I think it's it's important, you know, to so you can go back and highlight it yes. in your book. This in is your why, book. This is why dad helps us all out. See, this is dad is like the he's he's got the references where sometimes I was like, I know that's in the New Testament somewhere, but I'm not sure exactly where it's. And then dad's he's like, Sam, that's where it's at. Well, you got to know where to find your bullets. You can't just have, you know, that's a good point. Uh, I feel some conviction right now. (laughs) Anyway, first John three 20, I I referenced at the very beginning that if your heart condemns you, God is greater than your heart. So if your heart is condemning you and, and you know, that's the work of your conscience, let Holy spirit then become your guide and guide you into change. Um, We've talked a lot about that, but that's first John three 20, but Deuteronomy 17, I wanted to give you the reference where we talked about the importance of our relationship with the Word. Because one of the ways that we're going to get more familiar with the voice, was that the Lord, was that the Holy Spirit, or is that just me? You know, getting familiar with God's voice requires getting familiar with His Word, because His Word is His His thoughts and His, his voice. But Deuteronomy 17, uh, verses 14 through 20 that's a passage where God gave these parameters to mm-hmm. the Israelites, you know, to say, hey, when you're king, when you have a king and, and you choose him out, I, this is what I want from him. Uh, verse 18, I'll read it. Uh, Deuteronomy seventeen eighteen. it shall be that when he sits on the, upon the throne of his kingdom, he's going to write for himself a copy of the law in a book from the one that is before the priest, the Levite. So the official King James Version was supposed to be used. Yeah, that's a joke. That's a okay. dad joke. Okay, dad joke. if y'all could be here, if you could be here, you could see the face. The boys are laughing because I just kind of just gave Mark a real. She, she, she face. rolled her eyes a little bit. Like, really? That's where we're going with this? <laughs> Gotta be the official. We, we have the most oh. most impactful point of the podcast. Okay. Like the climax. And I go and dad like, joke. Dad joke. Okay, well here's the thing. Okay, raise your right God's hand. The, I did raise my hand on the throne and laugh. <laughs> okay, okay, here we go. Mark used to give his mom a real hard time, and he would make jokes. Mm-hmm. And it got to where once he was married, and he would we'd go back to Trenton, he would give his mom a hard time. And she started to say, raise your right hand, Marcus. That's right. Because she would never know when I was joking or when I was serious. That, that was my... So I adopted delivery. that I once said, we got married as well. And so she said, you know... Because one time I convinced her I jumped a bridge. Oh. And that, that's where it all that, went that's south. That's where it went south. Uh, we had a bridge under construction back home in Trenton. and uh, There was two ways to get home. Two ways to get home. And so one day we were both coming home from the college. She was a librarian there and I was in school. And so I, I, I got ahead of her at a traffic light. So when we got close to the neighborhood, I went around the block and came up the other way of the hill other to the house. 
And so when she saw me coming over the hill, when she was coming up from one way, I was coming the other. She pulled in the drive and she got out of the car. She goes, did you go down 28th Street, which was the other way? I said, yeah. Where she the- goes, the bridge is, it hasn't been finished. I go, mom, it wasn't that big of a jump. <laughs> and I just said a real cold as a cucumber. <laughs> and she goes, I'm telling your father. And she was just, <laughs> oh, no, man, she was livid. She really thought he jumped it. Man. That is a really good joke. And so that's when I told her, Mom, I'm kidding. She goes, and then she was more mad. <laughs> that's where the raise your right hand came from anyway. The joy is yeah, so, voice. So if you're here, you can't visually see it yet, but we, we try to like raise our hand or give yeah. some sort of expression so people know how hey, He did raise his kidding. right hand, so. Yeah. <laughs> but just think, if you live with three of them doing it, you're in trouble. Pray for me. So he's supposed to write <laughs> a, a copy <laughs> Of the word Write from the copy. official book. The official, the official book. From the, from the Levites, From right? the Levites, not the King James. The Levites. <laughs> the Levi edition. The Levite edition. Is that, and a, it's, is that a legit thing? No. Okay. We need to find but that. But they were keepers of the script. They had the script. Gotcha. That's right. And it shall be with him. Just that, in case you ask that question, Sam had to ask it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just exactly. I just want to let you all know if you're like, well, should we look up, you know, should we ditch the King James and find the <laughs> Levi edition? No, that, it's, that was a, the, the, the official scripts in the exactly. text, which we get our translations from. That's right. A lot of them. And it shall be with him, that's the king and that's you and I, that he shall read it all the days of his life. Hello. Read it, speak it. Don't just let it collect dust on the coffee table. And don't just read it silently, read it aloud. That's right, out loud. So your inner voice, your inner ear can hear. Amen. So you can be well balanced. And notice what it says when he reads it all the day. Good one. We threw up a thumbs up. Y'all didn't see it, but I was like, man, that was good. Inner ear balance. I love it. So your inner ear can hear it. I never thought of that either. Man, you guys are just like... This is for me. We went, <laughs> we went right into the deep end on that one there. That's good. But it's so that he may learn to fear the Lord his God and be careful to observe all the words of this law and the statutes that his heart may his not heart. be lifted up above his brethren, no pride, and that he would not turn aside from the commandment to the right or to the left, and he would prolong his days in the kingdom, he and his children That's right. in the midst of Israel. Thank you, Jesus. So that's the importance, you know, to establish a good balance in your heart, your inner ear. But read the word so that we properly relate to God. We deal with pride in our life. But again, it helps tune our ear to hear what is God, what is not. And so just a good relationship with the word, reading the word every day. And I love what you said, Kim, reading it out loud. That is all joking aside. That is a huge, huge benefit. And so today, with the time that we've spent with you, we really just want to um, remind you, as we close this time with you, that allow the Holy Spirit to convict your heart and make sure that if the enemy is coming and he is trying to condemn, condemn, you silence the voice of the accuser Mm -hmm. and you open your heart to the hearing of the shepherd who wants to lead and guide you yeah. out into all the truth and out of out of anything that may be causing you hurt or, or or leading you astray. So today just know that the conviction of the Holy Spirit is your guide and um, he leads and guides you into all truth. 
Amen. That's right. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Again, check the description of the podcast for more information about the ministry, about us, and we will see you guys next time on Family Mission.